I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Card Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about the hobby that you love, flipping cards. We discuss the convergence of sports, culture, and collectibles. We've got you covered on what to buy, from the next breakout rookie to the new hot release on the way, and how to find all the gems. We'll break it all down. So sit back, listen up, and get ready to turn your hobby into a money-making business. Welcome to Car Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Big episode today with a lot of Q&A. I think Jay said we have about 13 questions, uh, so expect a lot of Q&A on today's episode. We do have a very nice play of the week. We'll do latest launch, and we've got to talk about something that happened with Leaf and their uh, their Pete Weber cards that were just released. So we'll get into that. But first, we'll start with the usual. We'll start with what's on your mind. Lou, you look like you're in the zone today, so we'll uh, we'll start with you. Well, Pete Weber was going to be my what's on your mind until I okay. never made the connection about it being on the screen. I just heard us say that's what that is, and then I never came up with another idea, so that's on me. But <laughs> I'll say this. Jordan Alvarez has 20 RBIs and is on pace for about 175 RBIs this year, so... That guy's pretty good at baseball. I'm really enjoying watching him. I think this year of baseball has been really, really fun. I'm not sure if I brought this up last week, but there's so many hits, so many stolen bases, so many runs. It's been like a much more enjoyable watch for me on a night-to-night basis. So just wanted to say that. And then NBA playoffs, I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit. I feel like it's going to be like a little bit of a mix-up here, right? Like I feel like the Warriors are kind of finished. I feel like the Lakers are definitely getting through. It's been interesting couple upsets i kind of got i got stunned by the leaf thing so generally what leads the league in rbis every year a number so i have it up right here ty uh runs batted in aaron judge had 131 last year yeah i was gonna say Uh, like 130 to 150 so he's pacing like he has crazy in a real way it's also april 18th so like yep he'll get hurt at some point blah 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 but he's been hot to start the year yeah 130 that was the astros propaganda report (laughs) Ty, what about you? Uh, I got a couple things that's on my mind. Uh, first and foremost, this Harry Potter HBO show mm. is like major. You said you were fired mind. up for that. I'm more than fired up for it. First off, I believe we've discussed it at length on this show in the past. At some that's point in sure. the last 140 episodes, I very clearly discussed that this was going to occur because, one, capitalism and money, and two – uh, it just makes too much sense. If you're a big fan of the books, the movies are obviously amazing, uh, but there's only so much you can do in a two-and-a-half-hour movie um, over the course of really, really in-depth books. Since the Harry Potter movies came out, you know we've really had this surge of kind of big-budget TV shows, clearly led by Game of Thrones, then the remake, um, and some other ones there. And... So for me, it's really, really, really exciting. As a major Harry Potter fan, uh, J.K. Rowling is intimately involved and in helped leading that. It's going to be the seven books, seven seasons, likely over the course of 10 years. Is that how they're doing it? Yeah, like 10 episodes a season, one season oh. per book, like real. And if you read the books, there's a lot of darkness. There's death, there's murder, there's blood. There's sex and romance. There's, like, teenagers doing their thing at school. And, uh, you know, the yeah, books. Yeah, murder the, people. The, the, yeah. It's a, it, 
Yeah, uh, essentially. Neither here nor um, there, right? There was, but you know, the when the books came out, the audience and demographic was, you know, a younger demo. That's when the movies, that whole demo is really aged up, and HBO is going to have free reign to do a lot of things, uh, a couple different characters. Like if you really know, you know, Ginny got shafted in the movies. Ron's character was kind of meh compared to what they do in the book. Hermione's a little bit darker. So I'm really excited for that. I, I think it's going to be a major cultural moment if they pull it off correctly. And if Jake is involved, they will because the game just came out, best-selling video game of the year. The Broadway show has been a banger. The Harry Potter world, like, they really take it seriously and don't miss. And to be frank, I think I texted you, but – and I've been looking with Adam Riffs. For me, the collectibles around Harry Potter are only going to continue to mean more. The number one that I have on my mind is a first edition book. Um, they're not cheap. I think they're right around 110, 120K for a first edition, first print um, Philosopher's Stone. It's and, a couple uh, dollars. You know, and then you got the triple autos. But I was just looking on eBay, and you know, you've got the 01 TCGs and some different cards, PSA 10 stuff that, that does well. And I believe I have good faith that when that show comes out, Harry Potter's going to have a real big, long cultural run, even more than it currently is. And the video game has mattered um, in that sense. So that's on my mind. Um, us posting a photo at the in the gym at the exact same minute this morning was a, a nice little surprise to wake up to. Um, if you didn't see, on the cover of the New York Times Sunday Business this past weekend, um, there was a really big cover story and spread on nostalgic collectibles. I'm, I think the one that they showed was it was either a Rocky VHS or a Rocky video game, maybe done by WADA. Um, just talking about how everyone's yearning to collect their nostalgic things from growing up and how the prices on that is going up. And there's a, just a real market for that stuff. You know, it, it's always Pawn Stars, that's always kind of been in the ether in some capacity, but I think sporting and pop culture is becoming much more of a thing. Uh, and then, yeah, NBA playoffs. I mean, the Kings haven't been on primetime for 15 years, but that stadium is electric, and they got some fun dudes on that squad. Monk was balling last night. D Fox is a different engine to him. They're good. It's fun to watch. Classic Draymond. Kicking in Simonis' ribs last night and getting Dude, a flagrant two. Dude, what is two. he doing? <laughs> I mean, he just – now, Simonis was, like, grabbing his leg multiple times, but it's always Draymond that claps back. But he Knicks, really was stomping down. Bro, he stomped. He did – and it was funny. And, and then he was screaming side, after. And he goes to the side and is, like, hyping the fans up, and they're just like – He's something else. He tried to – look at that. his body. He tried to, like, make it look like he wasn't a stomp. Like, it was, like, a soft stomp, but he, he definitely went with a little pound town. Knicks up 1-0, game two tonight. Josh Hart might be out. All these mainline Philly Villanova fans are now Knicks fans. We'll take it. Um, and then, yeah, I just got to say MPJ with a smooth 20-11. and 11. Game one. Jokic Congrats gave him MPJ. a shout-out. Good out. for MPJ. Jokic mentioned him in a post-game interview. He could be their number one on any given night. Um, so, alt. Yeah, Back Jay sent together. me a little, um, <laughs> I think, over the last seven days, it's the number one trending card based on Alt's uh, marketplace, Michael Porter Jr. Yes, yes, interesting. Um, and then you got the classic living. New York playoff Tuesday. Rangers at 7, Knicks at 7.30. Life is good. How can I complain? I'm hanging with the boys. That's what I got. Uh, do we feel good about the Rangers? Do we not feel good about the Rangers? Because they're underdogs in this series, correct? 
they're even money, so slightly underdogs. I mean, that it's tricky because it's all downside. We either advance and go to the next round or we lose to the Devils. I agree. How's that downside? Yeah, I would argue it's a matter of perspective. Because if we win, we were supposed to win with the Rangers. If we lose, disagree. We're the, the we're the underdogs. If anything, this is a shock to the system for Jay. And his but you know that's devils. not how people. I mean, you know that's not how people operate. Yeah, Jay Jay texted us the other day. He said, you know, or he, he texted last week on the show. Like he put in the chat, like Knicks lock for sure. And then he said, you know, Rangers have no shot. The the Devils are winning. So of course we. I think Lou, you think you did the same thing. But I went out and got like a little parlay and it get was the reverse like, parlay. Yeah, I'm like Cavs and Rangers. That double was up like easy money to win the you to win J reverse parlay reverse par J the reverse par J yeah. <laughs> reverse par J there you go <laughs> easy money so yeah Jay I mean Jay's so confident that the Devils and Knicks are gonna win but you know I'll watch the playoff hockey tonight why not right yeah actions yeah just get the well, also Real Housewives on at nine o'clock so I gotta watch Real Housewives but then so you get the first two periods and then you and then I'll swap in. over yeah the I'll put last the, I'll thing put the I'll say game on the laptop golf is electric. I love RBC golf. Heritage on Sunday down the stretch was kind of electric. I love golf. I didn't watch it, but I saw Spieth miss that putt to win and then lost in a playoff to Fitzpatrick. He missed two putts down the stretch, like nine footers to win it. Both burned the edge. One, a little whoop, ended up on the other side. The other the 18 just one, burned like, the edge. It looked like it was going in. 18 looked yeah. like it was a lock. That was in the playoff. That was in the playoff. And then Matty Fitz just hit a nine irons to two inches and – Walked him off. Matty Fitz is a fun golfer. Plays fast. He is a fun golfer. What did you think about Cantlay? Because that was a that was like a. Did little, you see he takes that ten video? years, bro. He did takes you ten see years. That, did you see the video of him like going to the? I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Move out of the way, man. Get it's, past. Yeah, it's two things. He takes long, but now he has the bad rap. The internet got a hold of him. And now, it's yeah. Like, now, whenever he's hey, at whoa, a tournament. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speaking of bad raps, we have to talk about this. Did you see the Toronto's Blue Jay pitcher get smoked online? All right. Well, I'm going to say this. I've spoken to Anthony many times, so like it's hard for me to be objective in this scenario. Dude, what that happened? was rough. The internet, like, regardless of whatever side you're on, it was what a happened? tough look. He tough posted, situation. He posted a picture. Like, I, it looks like his wife sent it to him, but it's his. It's his daughter is one of his kids sitting there playing an ipad and popcorn all over the floor oh that and was the tweet, him the tweet was united made my 24 i'm not gonna i'm gonna get this wrong 23 24 25 week old 25 week pregnant wife get 22 jay says 22 weeks 22 week pregnant wife Judy said get it up, first, actually so get on her like hands that. and knees and clean up the popcorn ridiculous and it it was a disaster. It blew up very bad. It was a very viral tweet. Very, very viral. It had as of yesterday, it had eight eighteen point nine million impressions. It 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 was rough. He Listen, pitched against the Astros in the, the moment. Night. This is my reaction to it. As I saw it online, I had no idea this was a pitcher that has notoriety. If you play in a major league sports, you have notoriety, in my opinion. In the moment, it makes sense to me why it's like. Uh, you know, you got the pregnant wife, you got young kids, you're traveling, very stressful, all that jazz. Yeah, you probably want sure. a little help. They didn't give it to you. Understood how you can have the perspective of like being pissed off. And maybe a different flight attendant is like sees that and helps out versus one who was having a bad day and didn't. I just never think it's a good idea to air out your shit on social in the moment of being upset. 
no matter not the right no idea. matter what the right of whose job it was or who should clean it up or anything like that by and large now if you go online and just complain about shit there's somebody on the other side of it willing that's to, willing just gonna to have be like that shut the hell up yeah you know willing to have that battle like there's too many people dealing with things and having bad days and da 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 to go online and complain about someone not cleaning up your popcorn and they probably regret it. And so it's always good to take a breath, take a beat, or just maybe subtweet. Just be like, flight attendants, not my, not my fave today. That's all. You don't got to go with the pick. The picture with the t- – it's, it's just a tough spot. I completely understand it for all parties involved. It just becomes content, further content for other people to make content off of. Yeah, and again, you saw his story. United probably has a story. Like, the the truth is somewhere in the middle of that. Like, all parties probably could have been better. You know, somebody could have helped, but man, it was. Uh, it he did post up. a picture of his daughter with a bag of popcorn last night on Twitter. He did. Cool. So yeah. he's, he's now he's playing games. He's over. Yeah, he's, good. he's everyone can get a good laugh. Might get a free flight. Just yeah. Know, just throw it back. United, United gets in the mix. First class upgrade. How you feeling? Yeah. Uh, a c- couple things on my mind this morning. Ohio State spring game, 75,000 mm. attended right right before the uh, Penn State spring game tie. Did you watch much of it? I haven't. I saw a couple highlights from Aller. Yeah. I, I heard it was on afterwards, but didn't uh, just couldn't pull myself together to watch that just getting fired up for the Ohio State Penn State talk here in you know April and May right I know the listeners just love it when we get there so excited for that ripped a couple boxes of the old big league baseball trying to pull my card they got these mascot cards in there I thought these were kind of cool shout out to Jay and Mr. Met but kind of a cool addition to that did you guys see the Mike Trout fallback card was it like four thousand dollars is it really yeah, it was over four grand for the Mike Trout Mike Trout followback card. So That's a couple of those. Crazy. Yeah, I thought that thought that was cool. What else? Uh, another collegiate product is coming out. I told you guys earlier, uh, but Bowman's Best University football comes out right before the draft. Draft is only a few weeks away. Um, kind of excited to see how that unfolds. Like, you know. A couple weeks ago, it was, hey, there might be, five, you know, four QBs in the top five or six picks. Now it's like, hey, CJ Stroud might fall out of the top three. The Texans may not want a QB at two. Like, Young's a lock for one. So, like, I'm, I'm just excited to see how that unfolds. Like, I think there's a lot of storylines at play. The, the NFL draft is one of my favorite moments of the year. It's, it's not the most exciting, but, like, I love that weekend. Um, what's going to happen with Jalen Carter with some of his stuff off the off the field? Like, Will Anderson's a legend. You've got four quarterbacks. There's talks that Hendon Hooker might not fall out of the, or he might not make What's it out of the first story? round. Yeah, how is that possible, brother? We get around I the draft. I like this game. Yeah. Me too, but same thing with Anthony Richardson. The guy went from like a mid round, first round pick to like might be number one overall to now he's falling back down again. It's confusing. You got Bijan Robinson, stud. There's a bunch of Buckeyes. You know, Jackson's in there. Didn't play much last year. Uh, excited to see where Stroud goes. I'm hoping it's Indianapolis. That's where I want him to go. How do we feel about Joey Porter Jr.? He's good. Yeah, he's he's really good. I don't like Penn State, you know that, but yeah, he's good. I, I just, you know, I had I, I knew you couldn't talk too down on the man. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play at Michigan, so that's all that matters. Like, could always be worse, for sure. Real quick, right on that, have you thought about? I don't think it's this year. I think we got one more year, but the divisions in Big Ten are going away. This is the last year for it, yeah. This is the last year of divisions. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Trojans no and Bruins coming in, right? Yes, correct. And, and 
and expanded college football playoff. And expanded college football playoff. And the way that the Big Ten is doing it, to my understanding, is that every team is going to be that every team has three locked in games every year. I haven't read that much into it, but I know it's not. I know it's in 2024. So Penn State will play three teams every year, the same teams no matter what. Ohio State will, Michigan, Michigan State, whatever. I got to imagine, you know, Ohio State is Michigan. I'm not sure who else. Penn State's definitely Michigan State. Uh, I'd imagine. The thing I can't foresee is that, and I could be wrong, but if Ohio State plays Michigan and Penn State, Penn State plays Michigan and Ohio State, right? That's two of the three that Penn State's are then Michigan State, Michigan Ohio State, the reason I say Michigan State is because there's the land-grant trophy there. Um, But that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. It's either going to be we play every year or once every four years or three, three, four years going forward. Definitely going to be interesting because there's going to be like rotating games and then there'll be like locks. Like they're obviously not going to take away Ohio State, Michigan. I think it could be cool. Like obviously I won't get too much of the college football. That's another topic for another day. But like the home in the first round for the Ohio State game, like the fact that Alabama could come to Columbus for a game in January so is like sick. peak my life. That is peak life for CC2. It's like being at a Ohio State-Alabama game in the, the shoe in January, I'm like in. That would be the best. I think they I need to I just want to do... say that would mean that Iowa, because I don't know, Alabama's probably top ranked. That would mean Ohio State's sneaking in at 12. No, oh, they could be 11. Bama could be 12. Well, no, the one would play 12. Oh, you're saying you could be two. Bama's going to no, be 11. The first round, the first round, no buys. So there's going to be teams that get buys. So the buys won't play. But the Like a 4-5 uh, matchup you're talking about. Yeah, how it works is the first round games are in the home site. So if Bama's the home team against USC, USC travels to Alabama and plays plays in Tuscaloosa. And then the second round games is the Bulls. So that's where you get the Peach Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the totally. Rose Bowl. That's, I was just that's ribbing how they you because make... like, if you're going to host yeah. Ohio, uh, Alabama. Yeah, we're not getting a bye, but we're not on the road. So, yep. you know, so could always be four, five, perspectives. Six. Perspective. I think they need to open the season with a Michigan-Ohio State one year. Oh, God. Man. That'd be a incredible way to start a season. Trust me. I like – this, He's already got anxiety about it. Oh my god! Are you? You'd kidding be me? freaking out for like six straight months. This is the only game that matters this year. The only game that matters. Now imagine if it was September first. Yeah, haven't beaten them in two years. You go on the road with a quarterback that's uh, started one career collegiate game. He's a Vayner guy. So shout out to Vayner. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I in my again. I've heard that they won't fire Ryan Day, but to me, you cannot go. You can't. You can't start. Doing, you can't lose three games in a row to Michigan. You just can't. I mean, I was eight the last time I lost two in a row. Eight. Just no right? off. No preseason Anyways. top five team just being written off as a game that doesn't matter on the schedule. I love it. Yeah, Second class organization. Yeah. yeah, not 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 our rivals. All right. Is Sean Clifford going to still be there this year? Or no, he might be a quarterback coach. He's not leaving that quarterback room ever. But the fact that you just said a top five team. On the schedule is a game that doesn't matter. We, Ryan, I mean, we go Ryan, to Notre Ryan Dame. Day should go. Should go. We at go. That to, point. We go to Notre Dame. Like we play Wisconsin. We play Penn State. Like got some, got some dogs. Keep it moving. You were talking about NBA, yeah. and I dug into Big uh, Ten NHL playoffs. NHL NHL okay. playoffs. I would love to do some predictions. I'm a little disappointed because my pick out of my heart is definitely going to be Edmonton. They lost last night OT to the Kings down 1-0 early. Um, 
tough. Like, I want to see McDavid play for a cup so bad. Like, we talked about this before, but, like, it is fun when the greats win. Like, that's why it sucks. Mike Trout is not winning. He's not playing for titles. Otani's not playing. Like, as much as Lou thinks Aaron Judge is, like, accomplishments are overhyped, like, Aaron Judge playing for a World Series would matter. Like, those things matter. That's why it's cool that Mahomes is winning. Never happened. That'd be a big deal. Brady, LeBron, like, you want to see, like, that's where it's fun is, like, when those guys get to compete for titles. Um, So I'm hoping Edmonton pulls it off. Uh, If I had to bet with my head, I would say it's going to be, like, Boston and Colorado. Like, I think I'm going to go, what's Edmonton? What's the abs? One seed, two seed? They're up there, but Landis Cogs out for the playoffs, which is definitely a loss. Um, But, yeah, the Oilers are the home team against the Kings. They lost in OT. They were up 2-0 going into the third, it looks like. and uh, That's tough. Yeah, tough scene. Hmm. Mm. They scored. They tied. I'm seeing the Kings tied it up with 17 seconds to go. That's tough. So we talked about it a little bit in the, in the intro, and it was on Lou's mind. But I saw the other day that Leaf released a Pete Weber, uh, who do you think you are, I am. Pause for one Whoa. second. That is one of the great memes in the history of the internet. Are we agreed on that? I don't remember being a big thing. Like I didn't pay attention to it when it happened. So like I think it's, it's bigger now, knowing that he of was course taking now. bathroom breaks and partying up. I mean, he was a complete degenerate the entire time. I mean, yeah, but drugs. it's like, who do you think you are? I am is like an iconic. I know, and moment. he was tuned up. So like, bowling three hundreds, yelling in people's faces. PD is a legend. I know. I, <laughs> I'm saying it's a better meme and legendary story now. Yes. Knowing how he was rolling and dominating people. But Leaf made those. Uh, they were supposed to be out of 300. So they were supposed to sell 300 of them. Uh, you guys put it in the group chat. Like, these are kind of cool. And I'm like, yeah, these are cool. Like, I have a Pete Webb auto, So I'm like, wasn't my thing. I'm like, yeah, Lou, I think Lou said he uh, you got one, one or two. About two. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll grab a couple. I put some in the cart. And I'm like, I just made 50 bucks on Pete Webber. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I just can't pull the trigger. Like, I'm like, ah, it does nothing for me. I'll pass. Well, then they were like doing like 200 some dollars on eBay immediately after. They were outrageous. 200 plus. Well, it comes, come to find out, Leaf tweeted yesterday uh, that is that, hey, we oversold these. We had 400 sold rather than 300. Rather than cancel everybody's order, what we're going to do is we're going to make 100 gold autos out of 100. You'll either get you'll get a pack, and it'll either have the one you actually ordered or a better version out of a hundred. So I did think that was kind of cool. I thought that was a cool little adjustment on the fly. Rather than cancel hundred people's orders, they're just like, hey, we'll make a gold version. You could get the one you ordered, which you got anyways, or you could get a better version out of a hundred. But do you guys have any differing thoughts there? Kind of like how Tops now does their thing, right? Like you buy the card and you could randomly get a numbered option if the print run is high enough, like. I think that was the right thing for them to do. Of course, you can't cancel the order. That'd be crazy. It's also a good job by them to like quickly go get 100 more autos. You know? Yeah. Mistakes happen. It's how you respond to them. Seems like there's some good juice around that. They'll have to clean that up. But they're definitely – we've talked about it within our chats. Leaf is finding this little niche of one-off product releases um, that – you know, it was NetPro did it on the tennis side. Leaf feels like they're grabbing the ball and kind of making it a core part of their their business. And I think I think there's something there, no doubt about it. So shout out to them on that. And then they had a little 
blunder, but it's all about how you respond. And it feels like they're doing right by the people rather than saying, uh, our bad, we only have 300 or something like that. Yeah, these inscriptions autos are just very interesting. Because I love an inscription. I love an inscription. So anything that's funny. Like there's that Johnny Manziel one. It's like never give a fuck. Still don't. Johnny Manziel. Still don't. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about who is the quarterback? Carr and the Herbert? Oh, we should definitely talk about that. Oh, my God. How do we not talk about that? Brian, did you see that? Yeah. It's a great move. So Derek Carr got a bunch of autographs to sign. And one of the cards included in there was the Justin Field or Justin Herbert, excuse me, Justin Herbert Immaculate Shield one of one patch auto from like twenty. Jay, can you put it right here on the screen as Ryan's talking? Right there. What was it? Twenty twenty two Immaculate uh one of one NFL Shield patch auto. And uh Derek Carr got it and decided to sign it and then like what did he do? Write the score of the Chargers uh Chargers More Raiders or less, game? yeah. Yeah, like inscribed it with that. Um and and then sent it back, and Panini decided to put it in the product, <laughs> and somebody pulled it, and Derek Carr actually responded to it. I know Slab Socks had a had the picture of I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. Slab Socks had a picture of Derek Carr resp- responding to the comment. Yeah, it says I got it. Okay, yeah, okay. There's been a couple times where I'll get one card out of a lot of cards that is someone else or whatever. Sometimes I'll just send it back on top. Sometimes I'll try and sign that person's signature, but screw up so bad it could never be used, which sounds a lot like a certain basketball player who had an autograph that was kind of weird. So we'll just put that one off to the side. Um, I used to, I, I, do, I do it to make whoever opens these boxes up laugh. Uh, this one popped up and I signed it like that to make whoever opened it up laugh. I thought it would be a good joke between me and the person I'll never meet. They are savages for putting it in a pack though with a bunch of laughing <laughs> emojis. And yeah, so yes. the inscription was uh one nine twenty two Raiders thirty five L A Chargers thirty two with uh, Derek Carr's autograph on it. That's very funny. That is incredible. That's good. It's one of those cards that like you're like, why did Panini put it in there? But you know, you know very well somebody definitely has interest in that card. Of course, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, how can you not put it out? I would say you kind of have to put the card out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it reminds like. It's different, but like when I when I uh, posted that Sauce Gardner patch with yeah this one with like yeah. the Commanders logo, like it had a million people saying like I mean Jay was asking for he's like hey I gotta have that card gotta have that card like need it and it's like it's funny because like it's just it's so different it's almost as like scarcity to it because there's nothing else in the world like it. It is a true, like unique one of one. Uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I thought it was uh, a very funny story. And if I was a Raiders fan, I'd be dying for that card. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So let's get into some questions. I know we have quite a few, a uh, shout out to everybody who submitted them, either the Facebook group for card talk pod or on IG. So sounds like we'll need to get through these relatively quick, but we've got a couple here. Uh, cardboard Craig. What is everyone's favorite all-time poll? Uh, so Lou kind of made a sinuendo in it earlier, but I had a Luca NT first off the line RPA out of twenty back in the day. With the uh, this would have with the loop de loop. Yeah, with the loop de loop. Uh, hit one of those and hit it early, early on. It was like this would have been twenty nineteen. March of 2019, I hit it right before I bought the, sh- the shop, sold it the very, very next day, 
I sold it for under 20 and it sold for over 220 in December of 2020, 2020, So tough, but that was by far one of my favorite pulls. Um, at the 2019 national, I opened an orange Marco Luciano auto. That was a wow, big one. That's, that's that card's good. long gone. Wish I still had that one. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. And then also a black Riley Green auto. Those are my two biggest pulls of all time. Both Mine is I go back to this product all the time. I pulled some pretty big Mbappe parallels from 2018 World Cup. Graded some, and then but I I moved a bunch raw. Very cool. Unfortunately, nothing too more fun than that. It's a good question. 406 Cardboard. Will Prism Monopoly be relevant long term? I don't understand Prism Monopoly at all. And that's no disrespect. I'm, that's like my ignorance. I don't know anything. I have, I'm 100% going to rip it. I am so curious about it. Like they introduced it at the Mint. I saw it. It's a Target exclusive. It sounds like. So like, should I just go to Target and buy Monopoly boxes? I think that's the only place you can get it. Like they talked about it there. Like somebody brought up the question. But somebody said it's like $1,000. Like what is that? What do you, what? Board games are 49 or 40, 40, yeah, 39.99. Board games are 39.99 and the booster pack boxes are uh 29.99. So wait, what is the point of it? To play Monopoly with cards. You get actual cards, tangible cards that have stats on them and like are played as part of the game. So like I have a Paolo Benchero. Mhm. Prism and Monopoly. he has stats and like you have like matchups and like it, it, yeah, they explain it. Obviously, I've never played Monopoly all the way through, so I you don't haven't? know enough no, never. Um, yeah, I know. Wild. Sorry. Weird fact of the day. Never played it all the way through. That's Six weird, pack bro. with the boys, a little Monopoly? No. Nah. Monopoly is like six hours, right? Yeah. Monopoly is a great you... vacation game. Like you're at the shore house. Yeah, you set it up yeah, in the yeah, we don't, we don't have the shore house day. here. We got Lake Erie house. Okay. Like, you're at Lake yeah, Erie house. You know? Yeah, we didn't have the Lake Erie house. <laughs> you're at so, the house. Yeah. The house. The house. But yeah, I think it's cool. Like, there's some like color blasts in it. It is definitely like to answer the question. I have no idea if it's gonna stay around. Like, it it looks like prison basketball with just a monopoly logo on it, but there's like different parallels, different color bursts. Like, I mean, the one on one Chet Black got pulled and dude put it up on eBay for like fifty k, and it's it's interesting. I I don't even know what to think about it. It's like, could I see it last in a long term because it's like monopoly? Maybe it's one of the only times they make it. Yeah, maybe. Do I think it's going to ever outsell Prism Basketball or anything like that? No. Like, I think people just want the true Prism. I think true card collectors will want that. Um, so, I don't know. It's interesting. It's cool. But I'm definitely going to rip it just to see what it's like. But I'm not sure how much long, long-term relevance it has. Probably a here and now. But we'll see. It's a little bit of a here and now. People are – I'm reading comments. People yeah. are just – people are so unhappy with anything that isn't, like, their normal, regular card thing. It's mind-boggling to me. Feels flash in the panty to me. That's my answer. It is a bit flash in the panty. That's for sure. All right. Uh, Adrian Square Garden. Thoughts on PSA 9s being super close, if not the exact same price as Raw? This is factual. It is wild. Like, we obviously buy a lot, and I've been looking some cards up over the last, like, month, like, trying to comp cards. It is definitely amazing how close PSA 9s are to Raw price these days. It's because speculation is removed. You know, like, that... Yeah, because it could, bite, it could do the well. The bump on Raw yep. because of speculation. And then when it gets a 9, it's removed. I think that's what you're seeing. People want 10s. People want 10s. Maybe it's not even people want 10 so much. It's that when you're buying Raw, you're willing to pay a little bit for the gamble of it being a 10. 
I think people collect nines. Sure. But once you know it's a nine, there isn't that little gambling spice upcharge in it. I think it breaks it, it comes down to the point though, is there value in a nine? Like is a ten too high? Should a ten be that high? Should nines be lower? Should nines be higher? Like I think it leads to I mean Well, you know, to we always talk like we need you need collectors. You sure. need just straight up collectors for this hobby to be healthy and continue growing. And yeah, from a collector's perspective, I think like if you're PCing stuff and nines play all day. So it just is like it it's it, it just takes it out of the speculation trading market a little bit more and is like Yeah, sure. Nines. I got a lot of nines that I pumped about. Of course you want it to be a ten, but if it's a PC and it's in your collection and you know you you're displaying it or something like that, a lot of times nines fly all day long, at least for me personally. Yeah, green. All right, team. Uh, what is that? Team and men sign. Team and sign. Team and sign. Yeah, I think two okay. words. If you could reboot the legendary '90s cartoon Pro Stars, MJ, Bo Jackson, and Gretzky, who's your three athletes? I have a very good answer. Does it have to be a hockey player or no? No, then that's Bo Jackson, MJ, and Gretzky. Right, because okay, so I'm gonna go with Giannis, Sauce. And uh, Fernando Tatis. Wow. Interesting. That's so, my crew of three guys. So what's the goal of it? Like the biggest three names like you would want? It's kind of like the A-team for sports, if I understand Pro Stars correctly. It would be Steph Curry, Patrick Mahomes, and... Mahomes is a good choice. Damn it. Mahomes. I think Sauce is a good one too, though. Steph Curry and Otani. That's exactly, yeah. Steph Curry, Otani, and Mahomes. McDavid is near nearby, like for sure, but like I just don't think hockey is as big as those three. I'm gonna go with Mbappe, Burrow, and Brunson. <laughs> that's a good that's a good crew outside of Brunson. <laughs> that's a good crew. Brunson's a leader, silent killer. Burrow's Nobody just knows who that dude cool. is. Uh, that's not true. Jaylen People Brunson? know who Jalen Brunson is. That's not true. First off, he's the starting point guard of the New York Knicks. People know who Jalen Brunson is. Pretty sure people know who he, he is. Like just because he wiped your boy on the list, that would be higher than Jalen Brunson. Good thing is, it was if I could reboot it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not if you, the one from Columbus, Ohio, that team just lost to us at home. Uh, Jake, please clip that. Please have that ready. Brunson. Please have that ready. Can I make a quick, quick question? Do you think walking down the street in LA, so it's a it's a neutral city, I would definitely say Connor McDavid's more famous than Jalen Brunson. But do you think walking down the street, more people are gonna recognize Brunson or McDavid? Brunson. Brunson. Yeah, by a mile. Interesting. Brunson. Yeah, by a mile. Yeah. Did you see two things? Bron said like he responded to a question about leadership, about how He's got kids and he parents, so he knows how to <laughs> work with teammates. <laughs> and then they did a flashback to when Kyrie was in Cleveland. And the reporter said, like, how's Robin a fatherly figure? And he was like, I got one dad. Like, what do you mean fatherly figure? LeBron's an interesting dude, man. All right, Jay, next question. Oh. Gordzilla, how much gel does Ryan use in his hair on an average day? Not as much as you think. But like I said that once before and it was like, Lou's like, how much do you go to the car wash? I'm like, 
Three times a week. Three times like, a week. <laughs> Three times a week. I got a car wash this weekend. It was so good. Stunned. I've been meaning to go, man. I was supposed to go yesterday. I just didn't have time. Do you ever do a self-wash just for like the yes. meditative like cleanup effect? Yeah. Uh, I did one not too, too long ago. It was it was awesome. Like the line for Moomoo was out, out like out to the road. I mean, there had to be 40 cars in this line. I'm like, nah, not today. Um so there's like one literally up one block over and there was nobody there. Just went in there, got it scrubbed, got it clean, got it at the top. I mean, it was filthy. So I'm like getting the, you know, nice and clean. It, it, it was electric. You don't get the, you don't get the, the, uh, the air freshener. You don't get the free vacuum. Like you gotta, you gotta buy that stuff. Um, yep. Comes with the Moomoo package. So like, do you get the oil or do you get the tree? Um, you talk about for mm. the, the for air the freshener. Yeah. The well, there's just like some like it's like a Moomoo air freshener. I got like you keep saying Moomoo. What is Moomoo? That's the car wash company. It's called Moomoo Car Wash. Got it. You know the air fresheners that hang? Yes, that's what they are. You know, like how you're the proper way to do it that you're supposed to like every couple days like take the bag off a little bit more. That's wild. Never done that. Like you're not supposed to just rip the thing out of the bag and do it. It's like you're supposed to like slowly remove the plastic we had cc2 air fresheners made like last year before the national and like got like eight thousand of them so i have like a million of them what did that cost like four dollars for all eight thousand yeah i mean they're they're super cheap (laughs) but like what was that what was the scent you went with like how did you like order the we got three it's like black cherry raspberry lemonade and something a little darker you should have got like cardboard like a like a Pine, yeah, like fresh cardboard. No, oh. like recycled cardboard. That no, probably new car smell. What do you mean? New car smells a classic. No. Black ice. But yeah, the reason back to just real quick on the air freshener thing, you're not supposed to hang them because that's illegal, impairs your vision, and everyone just rips them open and hangs them for the vibes. Mine go on my uh, blinker. The blinker thing. I just you, put, you don't put back. your air freshener on the middle like mirror. No, it's on my it's on my blinker. Okay. Yeah. That's illegal? I mean, the middle the, the yeah, it's illegal. Does anyone follow that rule? You get pulled over. I mean, not people that hang in the middle. I definitely don't hang in like... the middle, but I would say a lot so of people Where do you hang yours? No, no, I follow the law, right? So I don't do that. But <laughs> I think typically what the directions on the freshener might say is like back seat car door. Interesting. Okay. Wild. J.E. underscore LeBron Collector. Who is the biggest fan? Ryan for Ohio State, Lou for the Astros, or Tyler for Penn State? I think we're all three it's of us. It's a fair shout. I think we're very tied. I, do, I disagree, Jay. No, no way. I couldn't be more sure it's me. How could you say that it's tied when Ryan was literally just talking about the, the Ohio State fall game or whatever? I guarantee you Tyler can watch the Penn State one. And this man has season tickets. He, he will he talk about there. Ohio State all year round. Every day, every what's on your mind is Ohio State football. You guys can't possibly say that you're – I would give fan. up sports cards for Ohio State football. I, I'm telling you, I would give it up. I would like, gladly give up I, cards for the Astros. Listen, I will – Lou would be my second choice, and, just to be clear. And give Ryan the answer. That's crazy. That is crazy. Lou's favorite. I, that's I, I was crazy. trying to keep us together, and Jay, you let Jay tear us apart. You, Ryan, let Jay tear <laughs> I, us I apart. I agree. I'm not saying that you, is like, crazy. I'm not saying you're. I'll not give fans. it to you, Ryan. 
Like, but like, please know, I am not saying you are not Since fans. the day I was born, I've been going to Penn State games. And so this is what I would say. I don't – the way I was raised, I was never allowed to, like, reach a certain level of fandom. My parents wouldn't allow me to care that much about something. But – What do you mean they wouldn't allow the you to care? When the game is on, it's just like, why do you care that much? It's probably good know. parenting. Like, my mom wasn't probably a big good sports parenting. person. And then my dad, like, you know – I was never allowed to wear jerseys with people's names on the back that's of them. Probably, that's really a great move, too. My uncles would break me down and be like, why are you wearing another grown man's name on your back? I've, um, I've gone into that as well. But when the lights go on for a Penn State football game, I care as much as anyone cares about sports. I just, when the game's not on, I can turn it off more than Ryan can. So I'll give it a little bit to to Rye, and I would say me and Blue with the Astros is probably a similar. If anything, you got. I'm definitely in last, but I don't think I'm. I'm in last because I'm the newest fan of my thing. But I think we're all tied. Oh, that's Because I I, di- I live and die with the Astros. It's bad. I was texting my friends last night. We're set. We're eight and nine. And I will like, say, there's over. not much more I enjoy on this show in the years we have done this together than Lou. And his take on the the Yankees and his hatred for the Yankees. So Lou's like baseball fandom is probably my favorite part of this entire show. I look forward to the day that like Derek Jeter gets brought up in a question or like Aaron Judge's like milestones. I look forward to those because Lou's excitement and honesty about it makes my whole day. So I give Lou a lot of credit. So it's not I, illegal in New Jersey for with the with the oh air fresh. Oh God, right? stop with the air fresh. It's oh. not. You sure about I'm that? Looking. You positive? I'm fairly certain. You can't have anything hanging. Minnesota, California, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Texas. All right, we got to go. Josh Lavity, Lavity. Thoughts on buying presidential hopeful rookie cards with the hope they win? It's a great play. It's it's your classic prospecting move. It is a classic. Process. We don't do politics on this show, but like, if you want to get a Ron DeSantis card or like a Marianne Williamson card, like, go for it. Make a play. I think you got to go long shot, like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Or something like that. <laughs> Robert F. <laughs> Kennedy Jr. is a real people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say, like, as right, this is obviously the deepest long shot is the Rock, though. Is the Rock Bumblebee? Yeah. Give me the rock bumblebee as a prospect. But if it's a US if it's a presidential card, does he need to be in a suit to make it make sense? You know, is he out of character if it's like a wrestling card or something? It's fair. It's, it's like a card. Well, I guess it doesn't necessarily matter for sports because like if it's a different jersey, no one cares. But I think you got to dress for the job you want. You know what I mean? Like you got to show up in a suit on the card. I mean, we don't talk about it a lot on the show. It's definitely not. Again, we don't talk politics, but like we don't do politics a, on the show. There, there's a market for it. Like again, we 100%. buy and sell so much. So like, I'm. Again, Trump cards were the I'd, biggest thing in like 2019. They still sell. It's yeah. wild. Like Trump's, th- there's not many people that have like demand. Like that is a cult following. There's a lot of people that buy the Trump stuff. It, it sells for sure. Well, what I was going to say is I actually think because politics are so de- decisive now, like the more someone hates something, the more there are people that love it that yeah, much. hundred percent. So like when people are hated on, there's always a good market oh, to be collected. Yeah. We go live. Um, like, we'll do our little whatnot sales. 
And like anytime I ever get like a Biden or an Obama or a Trump, like I make sure I have one of the other one. Just so I'm like, hey, there's there's cards on both sides here. Like I'm <laughs> Republicans not Republicans buy sneakers too, right? Yeah. So it's like somebody will always comment like, I'll give you a hundred to burn that card. And you're like, no, man, just buy it. Like it's for somebody to enjoy. Like here you go. And it always like it always leads to something. Like we did that video. I I, I ripped a couple cases of like Leaf uh, Decision. It's one of my favorite products to rip. I'm looking for like presidential cuts. I've, I pulled like George W. Bush. Um, I've pulled um, r- random people, like all sorts of. It's it's a fun product, but it's got like Kanye, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, uh, who's the Sam? What's the Ben Freed? There you go. He's in it. He has cards. Uh, he's got cards in it. Elon has cards in it. Like they all have cards in it. So it's like it's it's crazy because like uh, I don't think I have any of them on me, or I would show you. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's wild. It's got like Trump, Biden, obviously are big in it. DeSantis has cards, Carrie Lake, like the list of people in the set is humongous. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I've showed you like, again, just culturally relevant things like Hunter Biden's got cards in it. Uh, Lou, we talked about that before. Like literally like, hold on. Sam Bankman free decision. 2022 sold for a hundred dollars two weeks ago. Not just a regular card. Just a regular card. Buy it now. I like. Like ten of them, I ripped cases of that stuff. Bro. You want to know how crazy this leave decision is? Watch this. I'm gonna pull this up again. The stuff I don't care about, like I keep a few things because I think it's unique. Um, I'm gonna show you guys this card. You will not believe this. This is how crazy some of this stuff sells for. So in the leave decision stuff, there's like flag cards. Like sometimes there'll be like a picture of like the country. Sometimes there'll be like there's a rainbow flag. There's all sorts of different things. How about one of the cards was the leader of the Taliban? And it sold for $70. That's sold by Car Collector 2 Sports Cards. That's not a screenshot you want on the internet. Uh, uh, like, I, I'm just listing all of the cards. Like, I don't want it. I'm just like, hey, every single flag. Like, we sell every single one. That's fast. Listed it up on eBay. $70. It's I'm so crazy. Sell like, that. Yeah. It's crazy some of the people in it. But, like, we have a couple buyers that will buy, like, all of the Leaf stuff. So, like, numbered out of 10, coins, flags, cuts, all sorts of stuff. It's kind of wild. It is wild. Presidential stuff kills me. Anyway. Yeah. It's a whole different world, though. Completely different. There's a link I just posted, RR Auction. So I'm a descendant of uh, someone, Joseph Hughes. His name's Joseph Hughes. He he signed the Declaration of Independence. Or was it the Constitution? One or the other. Don't fact check me on that. Uh, But he's got an original signed document up in an auction that's ending on May 10th. I think I got to get it for my pops. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, Society of Friends. Do you know anything about that? That stuff is wild. Is that what it is? He, it's like early Quakers. Anyway, not that not that interesting for this crew. I think this just leads us back to like the world of collectibles is wild. The weirdest thing in the world and it's the best Fast. thing ever. Like I love it so much. We're talking about the last five minutes. We went from DeSantis to Hunter Biden to <laughs> the Taliban to the Taliban to to Quakers in like a blink. But just think of like all the cards you have that are like again so random. There's a COVID card. There's like a cryptocurrency card. There's every ev- there's cards of everything, and that's what man. Shout out to collectibles, man. Love it. Shout out to the hobby. All right, Willem, let's go. Anyways, uh, Willem, uh, oh Willem says, do all three of you genuinely believe that fanatics will help the hobby as a whole? Well, I don't think their intention would be to spend billions of dollars acquiring the licenses and building up companies just to run it into the ground. Certainly not. I wouldn't assume that to be the case. So, Court with the con- 
good correction for me. It's Declaration of Independence on Hughes. Sorry about that. I just think based on what we've all been seeing with uh, Ruben like running around, going to card shows, his team going to card shows, him doing yeah. cool things for collectors. It just seems very – and on top of like what they've been talking about publicly and what they're trying to work on with cards. It's, uh, to me, it seems like obviously they're uh, they're trying to genuinely help and do positive things for the right reasons. Are they going to have some hiccups along the way? Of course. So does everyone. But I think their intention is good. So that's all you can really ask for. Yeah, I would agree. Did we like the um, rookie debut patch? Love it. It'll be cool. I want to know more about it. I know they said that it's going to be an upcoming product. It'll be the entire patch. It'll be autographed. It'll be a one-on-one. So I think depending on how they play that out. But yeah, I mean, the fact that a game used patch from their debut, that's a, that's a big card. I will definitely be going for the Hunter Brown and the Corey Jolks MLB debut patch cards. 100%. And I think that's just scratching the surface. They'll have their missteps. They'll have their mistakes. They'll have their things that they get a lot of poor feedback, and there will be a lot of people that are wishing on their downfall and hoping for them to fail. But I think, by and large, they're an innovative company, and they're going to be bringing some fresh thoughts and fresh approaches while respecting the heritage of the hobby. And I say that because I know firsthand from Ruben and his tight crew that that's how they're approaching things. Oh, DeMar Hamlin's cleared for full activity. Wow, Good that's very cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is very cool. Uh, o. Willem asked again, also just wanted to shout out Tyler about how right he is about his Giddy pick. He's a beast and he said he would be. Shout out to Ty. Shout Tyler's out to guy Ty. Who put me on Josh Giddy. Day one Josh a, Giddy guy. I bought a next day auto. This is how long this has been. This has been a year. I bought a next day auto right after that conversation. I'm like, if Ty says this dude's a real deal, I'm going to buy one. So I bought a next day auto just so I'm like, hey, don't want a bunch of Josh Giddy, but I'll buy one if Ty says he's cool. And I bought one and... He's a, he's a real deal. I, I know this isn't an NBA chat. We don't talk as much about it. The Thunder, man, they are set up for success very, very soon. 15 first-round draft picks in the next five years. Josh Giddy, Dort, Shea. Chet hasn't played a game. Jalen Williams is nice. They are, they are good, man. They can be really good. Yes, they're very good. And yeah. he looks much better this year than last year. Like I don't watch the Thunder all that often, but I watched him a little bit last year. I watched him a little bit this year. He looks like much improved, which is a very good sign for that year two jump, you know? He floats around the yeah, basketball he does. court. It's like every step is like if someone was jumping. Like he doesn't like even his walk He's his, got a lot of bounce. fast switch muscles. He can go from like stationary to down the lane in half a second. It's pretty wild. Agreed. All right, so uh, going to speed this up here. We've got B.R. Reed. I was just wondering if you all feel the same as me. Do you feel the Optic rated rookie is undervalued? I do not. I don't think the Optic... I, I, I think Prism is... Prism, it's... You know, I mean, it sounds, you know, standard, but like that's Prism's been around a while. I prefer Select over it. I think Optic's cool. I like the on-card autos in it. I think that's what, what's, what helps Optic... Um, but I feel like it's a good, solid third place. I don't see it passing selector prism. I agree. I'm also going to start, I'm going to really keep pushing for the, uh, just better photography. The optic rated rookies are usually pretty basic pictures. Aligned. I like the logo though. Big fan of the logo. And I think there's a lot of branding around it. And I think it's a sweet t-shirt. 
Is this Jay's? Is this is this guy related to Jay? Stuff seems like a Jay guy. Blake Klopel. <laughs> Klopel. Klopel. Do you think the 2023 year for Wax will be the biggest in a long time? Bedard, Wemby, Young. It's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm I'm saying Young is the reason 2023 will do well for just football. I think the fact that there's five QBs that could be in the first round. Bryce Young's a pretty big prospect. Let's not get it confused. Yeah, I disagree. Okay. I'm with you, right? He's like I mean, the shortest quarterback ever, ever. competing quarterback. But... Yeah. Okay. Baker Mayfield went number one, right? Like it. I wouldn't compare I think... Bryce Young and Baker Mayfield, but that's fine. He's the shortest quarterback Why ever. Re- one won the ever, Heisman Trophy. Ever on record. Ever on record at the at the. NFL okay, uh, Jay, can you get make a mark? Uh, Ryan said that Bryce Young and Baker Mayfield are the same person. I didn't say they're the same person, but they're not like Josh Allen wasn't the first or second quarterback off the board. Like the what makes Wax good for this argument is a multitude of guys or a big, big, big name. Bedard is a very, very big, big name. He's much bigger name in the hot, in that market than Bryce Young is in football. The fact that there's five QBs that are likely first rounders plus a all-time running back, plus great defensive players, plus a lot of offensive weapons with wide receivers, Michael Mayer. There's a lot to like in that football class in the first round that's not all offensive linemen or defensive tackles. So I think there's stuff there that makes that wax really good outside of Bedard being Connor McDavid 2.0 that will drive wax there. Wembenyama and uh, Scooter Henderson, some of those guys there will definitely draft basketball. Big names at the top. I think that the how deep the class is in 2023 football, whether it's Young, Stroud, Richardson, Hooker, anybody, I think there's a lot more shots in 2023 for some of somebody to be good. Whereas Bedard and Wemby are the guys that are going to lead those two classes, you know, respectively. But even to come on the back end of that point, I mean, Wembenyamba's going to be five x culturally relevant compared to Bedard, and Bedard has a bit of people missed out on McDavid, and so they're going to chase a hockey sure, player. But sure, sure. Like, yep, agreed. Like, Bedard, as much as we know and talk hockey, like, is not even comparable to what Wembenyama is going to be. Well, and probably even the second person or third person. He might be the best of them, but, like, that's what that is. And then I just wanted to we, – we didn't talk about it at all, but you mentioned Scoot. I don't know what the right emotion is, but it's unfortunate to see uh, what happened with Mikey Williams. Mm-hmm. Is it Mikey Williams? Yep, it's exactly yeah. what it is. It, it's just all around unfortunate to see. Going back to the question, though, the question was, is it the year for wax? And it is rare, doesn't happen often, that there are a lot of good classes at the same time. That, Regardless of Bedard's relevancy compared to women, I'm not arguing that, like, Agreed. Women Yama will be way more in demand for sure. Rightfully so. Basketball is a much more global sport than hockey. Agreed. But it's not our, the point is still, will people want 2023 hockey wax because Bedard's in it? Absolutely. Right. There are McDavid rookie boxes that do sell well. The argument is around wax and the class. Bedard's one of the best hockey products prospects in a minute. It will definitely add value to that. The 2023 football class is deep. The basketball class is obviously deep. So for the point of this, yes, I think the basketball wax is a good, a good, uh, a good class for the the sealed wax market. Now, will they turn out to be anything? Is a different conversation. Like three years ago, we would have said nineteen twenty wax is amazing, right? You had John Zion. Zion's played in one hundred fourteen. And Garland. 
Boys. Yeah, I mean... Everyone's favorite, Tyler Hero. I saw a stat the other day that said LeBron James has played in more games in the last two years at 37 and 38 than Zion has in a four-year career. There's something going on with Zion. Right? Like, the guy you won in the class isn't... It's it, is it Is it even Zion anymore? You got Garland. You got Poole. Tyler, you love to joke about Hero. He just broke his hand. But, like, Hero's a guy. He's playing. Jaw, you know, Jaw got hurt. Zion's I feel like hurt. they like, hate him in New Orleans. Alexander the coach Walker. is like <laughs> the coach is like. What do you say? He's like, we got to get in shape or something. Like he's like killing them. Jordan Poole was in that nineteen class. I mean the eighteen class. Eighteen class is Luka, stacked. Triple. Yeah. JJJ just won D Player of the Year, right? Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. Everyone's favorite Nick Kevin Knox. Yeah. Kayla collects. He's on the he's on the box with Prism. But anyways, uh, Kayla collects. She, uh, she says, "Who's one celebrity athlete that doesn't have a card that you would want to have?" But we were just talking about it earlier, though. Like, a lot of them have cards. What about Kyle from Nelk? It's a good one. Court, you know this. Is there a good Lil Wayne card? Yeah. Yeah, there is. 100%. 100%. What about Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast is a good one. Mr. Beast doesn't do it for me, if I'm being honest. So just Fair enough. I think I've maybe watched one of his videos ever. You know what I don't have that I really want? I want some good Mac Miller memorabilia. So I would take like a yeah something cool. I was going to say Russ, the rapper. Russ is a good one. Initially. Yeah, it would probably be a lot of like music stuff. It would definitely be a lot of music stuff. I'm trying to think of something that's But I think a lot of the music. ones that come to mind already already have. Like they already have cards. I actually would go like uh, artists and designers. Like Calls might be one. Basquiat. Is that it, Jay? Okay. All right. That is it. So we are uh, we're gonna move over to play of the week. Are we doing it? Gonna, yeah. Okay. Let's run it. Let's run it. Uh, let's start with this is pretzel wetzels. Love, love the name. Hey guys, hope this makes it into the mix for play of the week. I started my I started to follow F1 like many when Drive to Survive first came out in 2019. I was instantly hooked and have loved the F1 top sets. Uh, recently, I started to look at older Futura sets from the 2000s and some vintage of F1 uh, greats slash world champions. A while back, a friend mentioned for a Ferrari great, Alberto Ascari, a two-time world champion in 52 and 53. I had seen a 51 sticker of his sold for about 600 euros in January. So in February, when a similar sticker from a different set in 51 was up for auction, I bid on it, won the sticker, graded it for CGC, uh, graded by CGC for $86 after buyer's premium. I decided to ship the slab back to me a few weeks ago, listed on eBay for 700 oboe, and I got an offer today, April 12th, for 630 Instantly accepted, the buyer paid within minutes. After fees, I'll net 471 Thanks. Pretzels cards from a great state named Jersey. Great state. Let's go. Love Wetzel's pretzels as well. State. I like the play. I think we've talked about this before, but I think this leads to the point of like, there's so many marketplaces at the moment. You can't keep up with all of them at all times. So deals slip through the cracks. Um, just so many opportunities to buy at the moment. And with so many marketplaces to sell as well, there's definitely opportunities to buy on one and sell on another. Yeah, 100%. That's just agreed. Smart play. Agreed. I uh, just Futera, they always have sneaky stuff, a little bit more vintage. They have the soccer team in Thailand that we sponsored the jerseys of. So I love them. And they have some old F1 stuff, some old footy stuff as well. Um, as a quick sidebar, because of F1 and uh, Drive to Survive and what that's done 
I have got hit up a lot about full swing, the golf mm-hmm. one. And so then I was like, ooh, how's John Rahm cooking? Because maybe I need to make a play there. The 2023, so when they win, they do a bunch of signing of the flag. 2023 Masters flag, JSA, PSA guaranteed signed, is selling for 680 on eBay right now. That's pretty wow. good. Uh, signed, signed Masters flag. I feel flag like if I was year. a... If I was buying golf memorabilia, I would prefer to have like a signed photo than a signed flag. I would disagree. The f- flag looks nice in a in a frame. For me, it would be I'd want it to be a used flag. Yeah, uh, if it was like a one used on a tournament, that'd not. be sick. Yeah. What's next, Jay? Sorry, I took that that play off top. Great play by Pretzels. What's oh, this from Mosaic? Mm-hmm. Mosaic Joe. Uh, Wait, I think I saw w- this. He said, after watching the WBC championship game and seeing how monumental the last at-bat was, I knew Topps would be releasing a Topps Now card commemorating that moment. Sure enough, March 23rd, the other the, the day after, Topps released the Topps Now Shohei Otani K's Trout uh, for last out of the World Baseball Classic. Knowing the serialized versions are randomly inserted, I decided to invest a little extra and buy 40 cards for 171.18. On April 6th, I received my package, and on top of all of the cards was one numbered 3 of 10. Immediately listed on eBay for 1,000 oboe, and I included the international audience since I had heard of some ridiculous amount of the Japanese population turned into the game. I received an offer within the hour from a Japanese buyer for 800, which I quickly accepted. After fees cleared, I had 684.76, profited 513.58, with 39 base left and being sent to PSA for $16 a card. That's a hell of a play. I love the play. Love the play. Smart. Really do. It's yeah. It's a you know it's a little bit of a gamble. There's much worse ways to spend 170. dollars I'll never forget the memes going around. It says Trout and Otani dominating the World Baseball Classic. Just imagine if they were on the same team, and <laughs> the fact that they are. Good play though. Uh, next one is from Ruben in the shop. Ruben says, as a lifelong Laker, oh. as a lifelong Laker fan, Austin Reeves has been on my radar since December of 2021 when he when he had a game-winning shot against the Mavs. It's been great seeing him come into his own. After going 5 for 5 with 14 in the fourth quarter of his first playoff game, I couldn't help but check some of his most recent comps. I knew they'd be up but didn't think they'd be too high. But I decided to sell the hype. I listed five of his six rookie autos I had purchased over the last two years and two sold almost immediately. I purchased a select Youth Explosion for $36.81 and $33.03 for the uh, for the Optographs. So far, I've cleared $250 after shipping. Hopefully, this is just the beginning and I can use those proceeds to pick up his NT True RPA when it's out and his market has dipped. Let's go, Lakers. So some of the sales, he's got the Youth Explosion autos and the Optograph autos. He paid under $30 bucks pre-shipping. He sold the select explosion for two forty, and he sold the optographs for one twenty four ninety nine. Really good. Have you guys watched Reeves hoop? A little bit. No, not much. Real deal, Ty. He's, he's a good hooper. He's a good, very good hooper. I saw him that towards the end of the of the game one. LeBron was just like standing there looking for the ball, and Reeves was like, "No, no, I got this." It was just driving the hole, which I loved. Yeah, very cool. All right, what's next play? 262 cards. I was at a card shop in Indiana and I was looking through prices marked value bins and I stumbled across a second year Bowman Chrome LeBron PSA 10 at 50 bucks. 
At the point in time, I knew the Lakers were on a little bit of a roll coming out of the playoffs, and when I checked comps, the most recent sales were 110 to 115. I listed on eBay and accepted two offers of 120, and both the buyers requested to cancel both times. After the Lakers won their first playoff game, I listed it again and sold it for 140, and the buyer did pay $50 to around 120 after fees. Value bins are always the play. Love the show. Congratulations, Ryan, on being a dad. Appreciate that. Very cool. Gotta love it when a buyer doesn't pay and you sell for more money. The best. That's such yeah. a that's such like a karma move. Yeah. Amazing. All right. This is from Rick Ellis Cards. Uh, it says back in December, I saw Upper Deck release their EPAC game dated cards of Victor Hovland. EPAC is a digital pack, but these cards would be redeemable for physical copies. I've been following Hovland since he was at Oklahoma State and was excited to see his first release from a big company. I ended up buying 15 EPACs for around $75. I hit two gold parallels, but not the elusive variation. I kept an eye on eBay and saw a variation pop up for $30 where the seller would instantly transfer to my EPAC account. I bought it immediately. I watched the print runs for the entire week of sales, and to my surprise, Upper Deck's online counts showed 11 gold and three variations. The window for purchase closed, and these were the final counts. Fast forward to Masters Week, and my physical copies arrive. Hovland had a very hot start, so I listed a gold parallel that I didn't think was gradable. Someone messaged me on eBay and asked if I had the variation, which I said yes, but I wasn't selling unless I got a good or a godfather offer. He sent an offer for $750. I had to think for a moment, but ultimately that was too good to pass up. I paid $30, sold for $750, and received $642 after fees. I love my cowboys, but sometimes you have to know when to move on. That's insane. I guess we're not going to know. Rick will tell us. I'm sure when he sees the episode, he'll tell us. But like, how often do these sell for that much? Like, that seems 30 to 750 seems insane. Well, if you read it, like it says there was only three variations printed and this was an online exclusive from Upper Deck, right? It says Upper Deck released their... I've never even I heard know, of game data. That's what I'm saying. Like 750 is a lot of money. Yeah, for a guy that has no cards and it's out of three print run, that's... Yeah, I guess mm. you're right. And just gave a real run at the Masters. Brother, I mean, look at that, look at the Carlos... The date on that's April 17th. Two things about Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland, Hovland, Hovland was the low AM Hovland, to okay. my understanding, but... Maybe pronounced different back in the homeland of mm. Norway. The Norwegians. Uh, first Norwegian, I believe, to ever play in the Masters, I believe. Court, maybe you can check that for me real quick. Hovland was the low am when Tiger won in 2019. So he sat next to Hovland, or he sat wow. next to Tiger for the interview when he arguably made the greatest you know, win of all time in the sport. And then is playing really good golf right now. Really good golf. And it's just a genuinely likable guy, always smiling. It's a nice play. Rick Ellis, know your Oklahoma State, big OK State fan. Yeah, very cool. Heck of a play. Smart. I like it. All right, Jay, is that it? This is tough. Hovland's my winner. Yeah, the only yeah I think so too. The, uh, that the tops isn't mine is because – We've kind of strayed away at times from like pulling out of a pack. Yeah, it's a, li- it's Reeves, a little bit more I really luck. like his game, but it's a little more luck yeah. there. Um, but I like the Hovland play, buying the digital thing online, yep. getting it transferred online, and then turning it into physical or something. I, I like Hovland. There's a it's golf Masters just happened. He made the run, and the sale happened yesterday. Yep. Yeah, I'm aligned. Love it. Aligned on that for sure. So shout out to Rick Ellis Cards, longtime listener of the pod for the uh, Play of the Week dub. All right, 
uh, real quick as we wrap it up here, we do have latest launch and there's a lot this week. A couple things. You got Prism WWE undercard. So think like fast break for Prism WWE. Huh. You have Re- Revolution Basketball, Galactics, uh, Auto, stuff like that. Select La Liga Soccer, MetaZoo Chrome from Tops, uh, SP Authentic Hockey 21-22, uh, Leaf Optichrome Basketball, Wildcard Auto Mania Rookie and Prospect Edition, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legendary Collection 25th Anniversary Edition, and Marvel Shang-Chi Legends of the Ten Rings from Upper Deck. So, quite a bit of stuff this week. Um, I feel like I haven't heard MetaZoo in a while. I don't follow it a a ton, but yeah, I don't... Is Chrome normal, or is it mostly paper stuff? Like, is this the first Chrome MetaZoo product? Who knows? We're not going to be the guys who know about MetaZoo, but I think that they were just regular paper cards before. I'll be curious to know from someone, if anybody's a listener and would love to share, would love to know, uh, is MetaZoo Chrome going to, like, is that something the MetaZoo audience will like? Because that's a little different. Like, is that like a gaming slash sports transition with like gaming mostly paper? Now you're adding parallels, refractors, colors like that, assuming that's what's in there. Does that have interest? Probably trying to create similarity, just, right? Yeah, just trying to understand like how, to, how that cross will, will play out. Yeah. So uh, I just asked ChatGPT real quick about Hovland. Uh, no, Hovland was not the first Norwegian to play in the Masters. The first Norwegian to play in the Masters was actually Harold Jug McSpaden. That's a fake uh, name. Who was born in Minnesota and turned Norwegian uh, parents. But Hovland, on the other hand, became the first Norwegian to win low am at the Masters in 2019. And has played Interesting. Every Google year and ChatGPT giving different information. Hmm. I didn't even ask. I just asked if he was the first Norwegian to play, and it said he wasn't. But on the other hand, he was the first to win Norwegian to win low am. It's good stuff. Everyone should play with Chat, chat GPT if you haven't. Replace Google search with that. Nice and scary. <laughs> all right. So I got for this week, guys. Shout out to those of you that made it this far. A little bit of a longer episode, but appreciate everybody listening. Peace and love. See you guys. See you guys next time. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com, and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.